And good morning. It's Thursday, Thursday, the 8th of September, the year 2022. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm going to bring you in mere moments, 10 news stories of things you might not have heard, things that happened. We posted as news stories uh, in the last 30 hours that have been vetted by the people like you, plus some Twitter bots as well, to say that these are some of the most conversational stories to talk about. This will give you something to start your day off with for your water cooler talk, for your coffee chat, for your bus chat, for your chatty chat, 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 chat. Uh, we do this every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, and we're going to drive you some great stories. We're pretty sure they're great stories uh, to get you lined up on what's going on as a tertiary news source. We call ourselves your uh, new side piece, and we do that because we are not the mainstream media. You literally take these stories from mainstream media folks and post them for you to read. So trust me, we have no qualms and no faculties of thinking we're anything bigger than we are. But we like to provide you great things for new stuff and have conversationals conversations with these stories as well. Check out our main website at thisisaconversationproject.com or main website, if you will, and see if there's something there you'd like to get into, including uh, more sponsors, more partnerships, and more things we're doing um, behind the scenes in the moment. And sooner or later, in front of the scenes for you guys out there. Let's get to the new stories. Uh, we have this 10 stories, a lot of stories to get to, so let's get into it. This is the most important story out there, but it's not the most popular. The most important story, I believe, the second suspect in the Saskatchewan stabbing attacks has been arrested. Canadian officials have arrested uh, the brother of the brother who was found dead a few days ago after they went on a killing spree over uh, many provinces, uh, essentially stabbing random people, if you will. Uh, but the second person is now in custody. Uh, we'll get more details on that as it goes on. You can click the link that we have in the description for all the things we have going on. And you can see uh, more details from the story we posted. But now that we have the person in custody, maybe we'll get some answers to what the big deal was, what this issue was, what was behind the gruesome and just just, just inane uh, amount of um, just murder and death that they were behind. Now, the most popular story right now, and it may be for a good reason, is this one. This one, by leaps and bounds in the engagement, I don't have the, the chart in front of me, uh, by the, but the engagement of this one was just by no means anywhere close to the number two story, which that story we had there wasn't even at that uh, number two level. It was more in the middle of the pack. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink returned to office to boost productivity, lower inflation. Here is Larry Fink's idea on what's going to fix the inflation problem. Have people come back to the office. That's it. Full stop. There you have it. It's a bit more complicated than that because things actually are more complicated and things like that. But essentially, the CEO of BlackRock is believing that if less people were working from home, um, inflation would have uh, issues, less inflation because uh, less larger spending. Companies are spending a lot of money on real estate because they had to for places for people to work. Now they aren't or now they still are, but people aren't working in those big real estate stuff. So we have to justify a lot of places. To battle this sort of mindset, what's going on, many other companies have essentially just downsized their physical locations and let people work from home on a regular basis. If they are willing to pay for the bulk of their high-speed internet and computers at home, which most of them do, uh, it's happened. My wife works from home and she works for a hospital system. Uh, they provided her with a computer and all the things necessary to get work done 
but it's all based on the backbone of the fact that we have pretty good internet. In fact, that all all the lives, all our lives together, I've overspent for high speed internet because I wanted good internet for this stuff here. And because we have pretty good internet, she's able to work from home all the time during the pandemic. All these things because we, you know, we weren't cheap on internet. We overpaid for what we needed so that when we needed it. It was there. And now with the kid who watches nothing but Netflix all the time and, you know, she's on the stuff, uh, it's proven itself worthy. CEO of BlackRock, that man named Larry Fink, thinks that if people just show up to work, uh, there'll be less overspending, less over stuff and productivity, which is the thing they're kicking at. Yeah, because you can basically watch your people working are there. All the tales of people going to work from home, waking up, doing um, eight hours, working about two and a half hours and then watching Netflix all day. It might be a thing, but there's also a lack of productivity when you're jacking it up in the in the water cooler office or the coffee office these days uh, at your office. The CEO of BlackRock says that inflation will be fixed once you bring people back to work. We shall see. Actually, we won't because it's not going to happen, and I don't think it's going to fix it anyway. Doug Gottlieb retracts Freddie Freeman report, apologizes to MLB agent Casey close to in lawsuit. Doug Gottlieb, who is, is a radio talk show, is a former um, basketball player, uh, a professional basketball player overseas, a college basketball player of notoriety, and ESPN and a Fox analyst now on Fox uh, Sports Radio for um, – not on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, Fo well, he's on the radio. He does radio stuff. He's a radio host that I have a beef with that he doesn't know we have a, a beef with. Um, I don't like the guy. He's not entertaining. He's not funny. He's not informative. He's just kind of a jerk you know, on the radio and apparently kind of a jerk in life in some cases. Jerk move here for the radio and life. He uh, had a report that Freddie Freeman, a, a Major League Baseball player, um, did not get a chance to see an offer from the team that he was employed by uh, for a chance to counter offer and maybe stay and basically taking a big paycheck going someplace else. His agent, Casey Close, sued Doug Gottlieb for just being a, basically an idiot. And because of all the hubbub, Gottlieb has retracted the statement saying that, yeah, I was wrong. And he also had apologize apology to Casey Close to end the whole lawsuit ordeal. Uh, people who, um, who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. People who have a great public platform should be careful what they say. And people who get paid for throwing up firebombs and Molotov cocktails in the media need to be careful of what's going on. There are consequences to the words you say. You have the freedom of speech to say anything you feel you believe and you can say a few things you don't believe if you want to kind of get a rise out of folks. But if it turns out to be false and people don't like you and they sue you, they can sue you. That is how it works. Oh, by the way, I don't like Doug Gottlieb. You may not care. I don't. Pat McAfee to remain with WWE, but a new ESPN job means SmackDown role is on hold. This has been officially announced by Triple H. Paul, Triple H, Levesque, he's being called now, uh, as a, a big move for Pat McAfee and a pretty big move for, for WWE in its new standpoint. Pat McAfee lost his um, radio home, which is Sirius XM, um, about a week ago, maybe a little week and a half ago, where Sirius decided not to pick up the Mad Dog uh, channel on Sirius, decided not to pick up his radio show on satellite radio he still has a show and it's still available on terrestrial if you want to get it and of course still has the video version of it but that means a lack of distribution and a little bit more free time we will see on that one because now mcafee is joining espn as a parole on the college game day set 
He was currently the Friday Night SmackDown color commentator, which means he would do his radio show five days a week, fly out from wherever he was and get to the venue where they're having SmackDown on Friday, do that taping live from um, eight o'clock to 10 o'clock Eastern time, and then um, you know go about his business. He actually had a previous gig doing college stuff, college game day type stuff of Fox, I believe, maybe for NFL Network, for other, other net stations, but before he had this SmackDown role. <coughs> Excuse me. Pat McAfee choked me up. Uh, WWE decided that him coming out, doing his radio show, flying out late on on tapings for Fridays, and then getting out to sometimes the middle of no place. Have you ever tried to drive to Tuscaloosa? It's not easy to get to, and that's on purpose. Uh, that the, the travel schedule to get to game day would be so harrowing that they wanted to give him a break. So he's no longer on the SmackDown commentary. He is still a member of the WWE family and will still appear on things as things come up. And I'm sure it'll be more vocal and more visible come the end of the college football season. So come um, January, February, you'll see a lot more Pat McAfee, whether you like to or not, on your WWE TV. Right now, they're giving him a break to give him a, a great job for this great shot, this great job. And we're glad about that. Let's move on to the next story. Elected officials. Police chiefs on leaked Oak Keepers list. Click the link for this story and go deeper into this one. There's a leaked list of prominent Oath Keepers that's out there floating around the internet. And some people that you may know, you may trust, you may um, like, if you will, are on that list, which tends to be the way these things happen. You never really know who's secretly against you because it's kind of a secret. Uh, but there's a very prominent people in the Oath Keepers in their ledgers, if you will. And uh, we're finding out about uh, many of them who are out there. And some are in the minor ranks or just, you know, they might be local elected officials and some chiefs in some small towns. But we're going to find out uh, pretty soon uh, some of the people who may be pulling some of the actual strings and levers around this nation of the world. This is not quite Heidi Fleiss level um, scandal, but it's pretty darn close. MSNBC guest Thomas Ricks claims 20% are basically white nationalists. Okay, so I butchered that one all, all, all up with the um, actual um, posting in the headline. But 20% of, of Americans, 20% of white people essentially are considered white nationalists, says this white guy who wrote some books who was on MSNBC the other day. Some of the comments I got off of the Twitter were 20%? Really? Just 20%? And so so we got to take this with a sort of kind of pump the brakes slightly a bit. This is not um, Jay Cleveland Payne accusing 20% of white people of being uh, following along a nationalist type type um, ideals. But uh, this is a contributor of someone who's actually an expert this saying that there's a lot of folks who uh, tend to fall in the range of sympathizing with a white nationalist sort of agenda. Uh, whether they're good friends with other people of other nations, nationalities is, you know, beside the point. They still believe in sort of the, the the whitish stuff. I tend to believe, and I say this out loud, that if a person wants to show themselves, if you want to be racist, white nationalist, you want to be xenophobic, you have all the rights and all the abilities. And I am all down for you, you know, shouting out a couple of racial slurs here there, because that way I know that guy over there is a guy who's xenophobic, who sluts out racial slurs. So I need to stay on this side of the road to keep both of us safe from each other. It's just what it is. If you want to drop a, a, a racial slur in random conversation, that's, you know, tells me that we need to stop hanging out with each other. I'm okay with that. Um, but putting a number at 20% is a bit of a high, but this guy's also got to sell books. So 
you have to get that that attention that way. And he's on MSNBC, so those are the kind of things you expect from commentators on the channel. Bank of America hits PPP borrowers with opaque charges. Some people via Bank of America were not allowed to get loan forgiveness for their PPP loans for whatever reasons they, they pulled. And you can say that's valid or invalid, but many people who did not deserve their PPP loans ended up with loan forgiveness anyway because of the way the PPP loans were settled. Now, people who did not get those loan forgiveness issues are finding themselves charged with other things because they have loans in the books. And Bank of America can do that because that's what banks do. Is it fair because they didn't give forgiveness and now are putting on these weird charges to just poke the bears? Probably not, but it's a bank. So that's what they do. Read the story, get deeper details into it. So you're not just taking my crazy rambling words for it. But uh, this is an issue that's serious. Many people who didn't deserve loan forgiveness got loan forgiveness and went away. Some people who might have deserved it but didn't get it. Bank of America didn't get fall for that is there and they're they're supposed to pay their loans. Now they're getting charged fees because they're holding on these loans. We're going to see how this thing pulls out. There should be more people talking about that. one. This is a quick hit that went away pretty quickly. Steve Ducey rips Trump. Nuclear secrets, not, quote, the kind of thing you should have in a desk drawer. There should be a close. Oh, there's a close one. Have in a desk drawer. Um. That actually screws up the quote and the thought process of how it's being said. But Steve Ducey, the host of Fox and Friends, who uh, started off on the show like 20, 30 years ago as the weather guy, back when the weather guy and um, Keely was the sports guy and the two actual anchors were fired for the weather guy and the sports guy to stay. Uh, Steve Ducey got the chance to um, say say his mind and be some of the be one of the more clear ahead people on Fox News about some of the things happening in Mar-a-Lago right now and with Donald Trump. Not quite calling him out for being a bad guy, but basically calling him out for just doing bad kind of dumb things. Saying nuclear secrets is not the kind of thing you just shove in a desk drawer and don't think about is pretty obvious to most folks. Maybe not so obvious to Donald Trump, but um, pretty obvious to Steve Ducey. He went on a quick rant the other day about the handling of documents at Mar-a-Lago, the classified documents that are there, basically saying it's the wrong thing to do. And then he went on back to praising him, I guess, because you don't give bad press to, to Donald Trump very long, because if you do, they'll go watch Newsmax. Can't watch OAN because it's not there anymore, but they all watch Newsmax. They can't have that. Speaking of Newsmax, Steve Bannon faces state indictment in uh, New York and expected to surrender on Thursday. Poorly read. We teased this yesterday and we're talking about it right now, although we talked a lot about it yesterday. So we're not going to talk about much because we have a lot of stories to get to. Steve Bannon dealing with other lawsuits, this one in New York State and expected to show up in New York State saying, I'm here, let's do this thing and then beat Steve Bannon and do whatever. I'm sure he'll do his podcast from his his, um, his internment cell or his hotel room or whatever he's going to do that. But he's facing indictment in New York City and this is dealing with the case of the wall that was Fund it to be built, and then they spent the money on, I don't know, styrofoam peanuts. I don't know what they spent the money on, but they didn't spend it on actual building more of the wall. In fact, we hear very little about what's going on in the wall because all the wall work going on right now is essentially what a president is usually do anyway, just patching up pieces that are there, not building any more wall. Bit dumb idea. Snaps, messy mass layoff ha- happened so fast. Some employees were locked out of work tools before, during, and before and during meetings in which they were let go. 
say that three times fast. So Snap was trying to right the ship and had a bat mass batch of layoffs. Unfortunately, uh, timing for these things were terrible because they ended up locking people out before they went to their, their firing meetings, locking people out while they're in the middle of their meetings before they can get out and, and get their stuff. And just being bad at HR and being bad at IT. It is a situation that is going to be more of a thing as we have more electronic stuff, HR and IT-wise, in the things we deal with. But um, right now, right here, what we have is just a, a faux pas on Snap's case. Maybe they'll be able to write the ship. Maybe Snapchat will find a way to be a bigger platform in, in, in the future with less people. Right now, this little thing became an issue. And with this little thing, we're going to move on to our teaser story for today. There was actually a nice story about Ruth Bader Gator Ginsburg's collar being on auction for charity. And that was awesome. It was in these slides. And then I heard a tease of this story on the news and it was like, I have questions. You may have questions too. So let's put this up here and see if you agree with me about the questions we should talk about this one. Soldier who said he wanted combat experience to kill black people booted from booted after FBI probe. And just like the headline says, a person joined the army. He was at Fort Bragg. He was doing his basic training. He was learning about the experience of going to war because that's what soldiers do. But his ulterior motive, not to protect the state, not because his family believed in it, not because he was wayless and had no idea what to do. So the army was there and gave him some money. It's because he actually wanted to kill black people and needed more experience in knowing how to kill black people specifically. If you want to talk this one up, it's very simple. Engage with the story when it posts in about an hour. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. Read deeper into the story so you get the details of what's going on. And if this is a story, a headline that you want more answers to as well, we can talk about it tomorrow if the engagement gets into the range where it's worth talking about. And you guys make that happen, plus the Twitter bots that Elon Musk says are in, in Twitter inside of that. We'll explain the feeds in just a bit. Right now, let's explain our sponsor for the day, which is Fundrise. Go to this is a conversationproject.com slash Fundrise and get a chance to get in the future of real estate investment, just like the little screen there says. Fundrise is a way to get into real estate by not having to go out and flip and buy and manage properties yourself. You buy into a fund, just like a mutual fund, and then you get detailed reports on what's happening. Literally yesterday, uh, I got a report that Fundrise in my fund that I am in bought another property and is managing it and what they're planning on doing with it. I, I, it's um, it's amazing to keep you up to date with what's going on, to keep you detailed with your actual earnings. Uh, I have earned about 6% uh, over the year, year to date, since I started in January of this year investing. And I started in January, weeks before I actually took them on as an actual sponsor, because I saw this, I saw this was cool. I wanted to get into real estate and this thing worked. And then once I saw there was a way to do an affiliate on this one, I jumped at the chance because I saw how it was working. It's working well for me. It could work well for you as you need to diversify your portfolio. Check it out at this. It's conversationproject.com. That's Fundrise. Your incentives. First 30 days, no um, no fees. So they take a fee out of your deposits to work the magic to put your money in the funds. No fees for 30 days. And you also get extra shares in your funds um, in as an incentive to join. So check it out today at this is a conversation project.com slash fundrise websites of note start off with our main website which is this is a conversation project.com our home to the conversation project things you might not have heard other things back there as well working to find more ways to get more engagement with you so we're going to do those studies very soon so you'll see more stuff from our main website produced by 
the conversation project brought to you by morbid media llc coming really soon we also have facebook and twitter our feeds i told you i explained the feeds if you follow us on facebook and twitter you can get a chance to vote up the stories with your engagement you like them you love them you hate them you share them the more engagement story gets the higher a score it gets at the middle of the day into the morning into the day and we take those stories we take the top stories and choose from those to give you in these these um vignettes here so tuesday through friday we get about 30 to 35 stories within a span of 30 hours we take the top 15 and provide for you five to ten sometimes more than that because i get a hard time cutting it down on monday we give you uh, from the top 30 stories of over a 90 almost 100 stories we'll give you um 10 to 12 stories there as well you vote them up by just engaging with the stories and the more engagement they get the more i know people want to talk about it TikTok, the conversation project youtube podcast it, youtube and the podcast both via our main website click the links for those things on youtube make sure you subscribe and you get notifications so you get that icon that bell that ding that goes off when we go live at 5 50 every single weekday morning birthdays for the day today's day today things include birthdays for bernie sanders turning 81 also jonathan taylor taylor thomas 41 years old today which will make you feel a little bit older this day even though i'm not sure he's doing anything in the realm of acting right now but he was famous he was the teen high throb he was all over tiger beat back in the day hey kids back in the day when people want to know about superstars they didn't talk about themselves on social media they actually had to get an article written about them in magazines and tv tiger beat and gates and mazzario Matarzaro, i can't say his name one of the stars from stranger things turning 20 years old on the day still playing a ninth grader but those guys are all basically um old enough to drink at this point there's a contrast bernie sanders hitting 81 and gatson gatson mazzaro pedro morales 20 years old on the day we're celebrating ampersand day because gosh darn it we're going to ampersand one of my favorite um um characters on the keyboard and ampersand is what we're celebrating yes there was some food stuff yes there was some fun stuff there's there was some funny stuff we're gonna put the love to the ampersand and you're just gonna have to deal with it going out the door one last fact to deal with for the boss and for women who find themselves not in a role to be bosses there may be some, not quite science, but some bad logic to that. Northwestern University researchers, through experiments conducted with MBA students, discovered that when students picked leaders, the leaders usually ended up being men. Were the men more qualified? Hardly. It turns out that men like to brag, and bragging gets you everywhere. The study put it this way. Research found that men were more willing to overstate their ability, which in turn led to their selection as group leaders. This is something I actually see um, in hiring and in, in decisions, people like that. We see very, very qualified women uh, get knocked out by not as qualified men because the men basically overstated their qualifications. We see uh, women in traditional roles that, you know, nurturing type roles, even in the corporate office, corporate offices, HR type stuff and the mentoring type stuff that are still sent, meant to be kind of stay over there and take care of folks, as opposed to the leadership positions, the ones that take charge and, and run things and, you know, dump their chest, whatever, being men, because men are better at running their mouths, essentially. Uh, this, is not, this is not a men versus women thing, but this is something that the study shows, that science shows there's a reason behind it may not be a good reason, but it's a rationale. People listen to men who will go out there and just brag about what they can do, and they believe them, especially, oddly enough, 
if they're more men. This has been Things You Might Have Heard for Thursday, September 8, 2022. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, thanking you so much for popping in for the live version or watching this on the replay versions, either watching the replay or listening to the podcast, which is a replay of the video without this video. That's how that works. We're going to come back tomorrow to wrap up the week with another great day of great stories from today to get you through into weekend, your coffee talk for the Friday morning and kind of through the weekend. Uh, we want to make sure you are reminded, because I do it every time, to stay hydrated, stay on task, stay limber. Those two are actually always switch, but you, you get the point. We need you to be here for the things you are here to be here for. Is that simple. I've got work to do. I've got work to do here. And I've got to get ready for um, a whole other day. So let's do that. Let's have a great Thursday. Come back for a smashing Friday to wrap up the week.